This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios. Speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? You better visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That is 208-467-7468. Welcome to the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs Podcast, a show about how to succeed in business while creating a balanced and healthy life. I'm Ashlyn Cubison, an entrepreneur who went from successful real estate broker to published author, all while running three businesses. And I'm Lindsay Young, the founder of Lindsay Lives Well, a holistic nutrition and lifestyle brand, NSCA strength and conditioning specialist, and ITN nutrition coach. If you're an ambitious dreamer, get ready for some simple and actionable strategies. Let's get started. Hey, my friend, thanks for tuning in to our 10th podcast episode. I cannot believe it, but we are halfway done with our first season. Yay. Oh my goodness. 10 episodes in. We're so grateful for the support that we've gotten from this podcast and for the listeners who have reached out to say that it has been helpful for you. We are just really enjoying this experience. Absolutely. It's been such a blessing. So Something I believe is really important for entrepreneurs to recognize is that we are like lifelong learners. Industries, platforms, products, there are just so many variable variables in being a business owner. And a lot of times those things change and we have to relearn or we have to learn something new or we have to like step out and try a new big scary thing. And Lindsay and I are really committed to sharing the things that we're really confident in and that we feel like we can provide tons of value to you, but we are also committed to sharing the things that we're just learning and we're figuring out so that maybe our experiences can help you and you can learn from them and maybe make less mistakes than we did. (laughs) So all that to say that today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I get to put Lindsay on the hot seat and I'm going to interview her about free webinars. Today is all about her experiences. She is in the middle of just creating a, actually she just created a meal planning course that launched and she used webinars to sell her very first digital course. Okay, Ashlyn, go easy on me. (laughs) No, I won't. Oh my goodness. But I think what you said about being lifelong learners is so important and that when you're in this entrepreneurial space, you have to Like if you can just accept the fact that it's a space that's ever evolving and that you are going to continue to be put in a, in a zone of discomfort. I used to really, really resist places where I felt like I was a newbie and where I was uncomfortable and really having to learn new things. I mean, I think we all like, none of us like that feeling of 
feeling really incompetent and brand new at something. But the mindset shift for me has been getting excited about getting in that mode of being uncomfortable. And once I was able to make that mindset shift, I realized, okay, like this feels new and it feels scary and I feel terrible at it and I don't know what I'm doing, but I enjoy that feeling because I know I'm on like that's when I'm on the verge of something great. That's when I'm up leveling and that's when I'm growing my business and able to serve and help more people. So if you guys just, I'm going to sidetrack just for one second here. Uh, are you guys surprised? No, you're not, but it's okay. So I, if you're familiar with the Enneagram, I am like an Enneagram five and six, like five wing six or six wing five. Who really knows? Because I'm so like, I resonate with so much with both of them, but feeling incompetent and being scared and an anxious person is like all the things and yet I can still put myself out there so I have every faith that you guys can walk through your fear and really try something new if the stress case over here can do it but anyhow Lindsay let's start off with some questions I want to know first how many webinars did you offer Okay, so for this launch, um, I used webinars specifically as a sales strategy for my meal planning course, Meal Plan Mastery. And so I did, within the cart open period, I had a 10-day cart open launch period, I did three live webinars during that time. So the first two webinars I did um, at different times. I did one in the evening because I know some people evening's going to be better. I did one during the daytime and those ended up having a much longer um, kind of sales follow-up sequence. So I specifically planned two webinars at the beginning of cart open and then I planned one more webinar at the end, like the day before my cart closed. Okay. And so do you feel like three was like a good number or in the future, do you want to offer more or less? What do you want to do? Tell me. Um, I liked doing three. I thought that that was a good number. Um, you know, when you're doing a live launch, 10 days, 10 to 14 days is kind of the recommended cart open time period. And I think that doing more than three, I mean, maybe four, I guess four would be the max that I would do, but webinars are really draining. And so I think it's important that you're conserving your energy and that you're also marketing in different ways during your cart open time. So I think that three to four is a really good number. Um, I do think I could have done a better job at offering different varieties of times because of having, you know, potential clients and four different time zones. Um, just with my schedule, it ended up not working out because I had my own kids and my own work schedule and all that. So I think that's one thing I could have done better because these are live webinars and you really want to encourage people to be on live. And I was offering a free live bonus for people who were on live and purchased at the during the time of the webinar. Um, and then of course, you know, people can watch the replay, but there is really something compelling about being on live. And so for, did you send, for the people who registered who maybe didn't make it, did you send them a recording of the webinars or was it like, you got to be live or you're missing it? Yes, absolutely. I did send recordings of the webinars. The people who registered for the first two at the beginning of Cart Open obviously had more time to watch the, to watch the replay and to um, be able to experience the email marketing sequence that was selling the product. Um, you know, people who were on the webinar the day before cart closed had a much shorter period of time to be marketed to. So I know that you've done free challenges before for like your past like signature program. I don't know if that's what you call it, but that's what I'm going to call it. It's your signature program and it's your 12 week, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. 12 week program. So like how is the time commitment aspect of webinars 
was it less or more than free challenges? I know you mentioned that the webinars itself was energy draining. What about the time commitment? Mm, that's a good question. So something that's interesting to observe, having been in business for a number of years now, is just my own unique, and I think for everyone listening, like your own unique preferences, your energy patterns. Um, I I, every time I have, a, my, so my 12-week my program launches three times a year. And in preparation for that, to launch that, I do a free five-day challenge, masterclass, um, some type of a private Facebook group where I'm really getting in. I'm teaching people live on camera every day for that entire week, five days. Um, I'm in that Facebook group for about 10 days. And because I care so much about people and those groups tend to be fairly large. I usually have anywhere from 60, I've had anywhere from 60 to 120 people in these groups. And I try to make it such a personal experience where I'm reaching out to every single person in that group every single day. So I'm sending them a personalized video, a personalized message, trying to reach out. And those weeks are incredibly draining because I care so much and I get to know these people's stories and I'm invested in them and their health and their struggles. And, you know, I cry tears over someone I've, you know, just met and what they're going through. Um, and so it's, it was interesting to go through this 10 day cart open for my webinar and not feel that same sense of depletion. I think because so much of the work that went into it was behind the scenes and, you know, it, work is work in terms of that, like writing emails and preparing slides and doing all of that. Um, and then to do a webinar format, and I thought this was very interesting, is that so with Zoom webinar, you don't even see the people you're talking to. So you just see a list of names. And yes, you can interact with them on the chat, but to just see a list of names and not be able to see faces and people and see struggles and hear stories, for me, it was a huge energy it gave me a little bit more energy bandwidth throughout the week because I wasn't so, does that make sense? Like I just totally. wasn't, it was more like I did the webinar, I answered the Q and A and then I was done. And whereas with these five day challenges, I mean, I can remember people from my challenges three years ago whose stories just gripped me. And, you know, I was just so invested in wanting to see them succeed in their health. So from an energy standpoint, I thought, oh, I could do webinars, you know, it's a lot of work to create them, but I could do these all day long. <laughs> Okay, so that's so interesting because I feel like it's hard sometimes as women entrepreneurs when we want to offer things that are really valuable. And I was in your webinar, so I know how valuable it was. But I also know that like when I offer certain things, sometimes it is a total energy sucker. And the fact that emotionally you still you still felt intact is like just fascinating to me. So do you think that you will include webinars in other aspects of your business now? Or are you going to keep it only to your meal course? That is a good question. I don't know for sure. I mean, I think when of the exciting things about being an entrepreneur is, I mean, a year ago, I wouldn't have told you I was creating an online course. So I'm always excited to kind of see what God has in store and to see the places my business takes me. Because my 12-week program is a high-level investment, um, you know, it's, uh, mul you know, multiple, <laughs> you know, four figures to enter. Um, it's a, it's so it's an intense program. It's really hands-on. It's three months long. There's so much value that comes with it. I enjoy getting people to that point through something like a five-day challenge. I feel like they really get a feel for me and my coaching and that that is important to make that type of an investment in their health. And so I, I guess I would say I don't know right now. I really enjoyed the webinar format and I'd be 
curious to see what other types of ways I can help serve people through the webinar format. I feel like you just gave me a lesson right there, though, just thinking about when we offer these free things to essentially convert people into our clients is when we have something that is, you know, a higher price point, it's good to offer them even more value. And it doesn't mean that you don't offer really awesome value for a less price point, but you have to think about your energy and your time and everything that goes in it and what your return is going to be on that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I felt like that really clicked in my head right now. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's the balance that I kind of imagine that, and not that, not because you charge a high level coaching program or you have a high level product doesn't mean you need to drive yourself to burnout in order to just sell that. I think that's where we struggle some with our worth and what we're, you know, what we deserve and things like that. But Um, I do think it makes sense for me to invest this time with people and really earning their trust. Like I'm, I'm there for that. Like I will earn your trust because I know that what I'm asking of you is a big investment and I want you to make a big investment because I know that you will take this program seriously. And I know that this program will change your life. Like I believe in my 12 week program. I have seen the way that it has changed people's lives. It has changed the trajectory of entire families for multiple generations. Like I want, I just got the chills. (laughs) (laughs) I want so badly for women to value their health enough to be to make that investment and so with if I what I can give to in order to earn that trust and to show them that value I'm I'm there for it but you know something like a meal planning course that is incredibly value and I believe will change people's lives as well it's a much lower price point and I'm not there hand holding people for 12 weeks right like it's a weekend course that you can take and will really help you in a niche very specific area of your life but Um, I think it's okay to, to sell it in a really, you know, well-run value-filled webinar and it doesn't need to have like a five-day, 24-hour program for free attached to it. So how did you get people to actually show up to your webinar? Like what ways did you market it and get the word out there that you were offering this awesome free resource for people? Yeah. So I'm in an interesting place in my business where I probably should, I hate using the word should, but I need to to do more paid marketing. Like I really need to be doing Facebook ads. I need to have a more strategic aspect in that way of my business because so much of my business right now is word of mouth and social media. And social media only gets you so far when you're, you know, I always promote things on my Facebook page, Instagram, Instagram stories. Um, I've got a newsletter list. So I promoted it to my newsletter list as well. Um, And then word of mouth, you know, encouraging my clients and people who have signed up like, hey, tell a friend. Um, And then in terms of getting people to show up, I did have a pretty good onboarding email sequence that reminded people, you know, it it sent them a confirmation once they registered and encouraged them to put it on their calendar. I always encourage people like put this on your calendar right now so that you don't forget. And then I also sent out a reminder email three days out, one day out, and then 10 minutes before the live webinar started. Did you decide to offer like a free, because I've been to so many webinars, like I've never hosted one, but I, you guys know that I am a a junkie when it comes to courses and webinars and I love all the information. Just give it to me. It's the number five in me for sure. But I'm curious, did you offer any free bonuses to anybody who stayed until the end? I did. Yes, I did have a, well, I offered a 
free um, VIP coaching session for people who stayed to the end of the webinar and enrolled. So I kind of teased that at the beginning that, hey, there is something super valuable for you if you wait until the end. And then at the end, it was if you sign up in the next 15 minutes, there's this VIP coaching session that's available to you. And do you think in the future you'll add a free option for somebody who stayed and purchased the course and a free option to hopefully get them engaged more with you for the people who maybe didn't purchase, but maybe you can convert down the road? Like, is there something, a freebie you'd want to offer to them down the road? That's a good question. Um, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, right now I was just focused on selling the course. So I think that's, I mean, that's such a great question for, and one thing, okay. So as I've been going through this course, I've already been thinking about what am I going to do differently next time when I launch and kind of compiling that list. And in the past, I would get really down on myself and I would the list I was making was a, I should have done this differently list. And this time I have specifically titled it things I will do next time list because I'm giving myself the grace to recognize that there are some things you only learn through going through an experience once. And I'm excited that I already know some things I'll do differently next time, ways I'll market differently next time. Like, how cool is that? I don't, (laughs) like, I already have this list of things that I get to do differently next time. And so I think that could definitely go on that list is having a bigger picture view picture view of thinking, okay, knowing not everyone on this webinar is going to convert into a customer for this product, but is there, you know, maybe this product wasn't the specific need that they had and that's fine. I, you know, I want to serve people who have this need, but what if there's something else that I could help people with? What if there's another service that would be helpful for them? So how do I keep them engaged or how do I point them in a different direction of another additional resource that I have? Absolutely. I'm so glad you understand what I'm saying when I speak because sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I'm hoping I make sense because in my head it makes perfect sense, but I'm not always the best at articulating it. But those are the things that I always like to think of is like, if I'm getting somebody into the door, if I'm getting somebody on my webinar, like I want to cling to them. Granted, unless they're absolutely not somebody who would want to work with me, then of course we want to say bye to those people. But if they really, you know, enjoyed what I had to offer and they feel like they want to follow me and follow along on this journey, well, down the road, maybe there's going to be something else I could offer that would help them. So I really want to like cultivate that relationship. And I'm just glad that you were able to articulate that in such a perfect way. I speak, I speak Ashlyn. (laughs) Very few people do. I hope you guys do. Uh, Well, and something else I was thinking of is that So in thinking about all of the people on my email list, the people who have become my customers eventually, knowing that for some people, like some people, you know, have told me, I heard you on a podcast and then I joined your email list and then I came onto one of your free challenges. And then it's, you know, a year later, they become a client. Understanding that that customer journey can be kind of long, but what speeds up the customer journey journey faster than anything is being on live video. And when people see you and they like see your face and they hear your voice and they hear a little bit of your story, that connects you in a way with people that, I mean, they can follow your Instagram feed for years and never get that same feel for who you really are. And when they know, like, and trust you, they're going to feel comfortable buying from you. And, you know, in my case, trusting me to be their coach and take them on this health journey. So, you know, thinking about that with a webinar that, gosh, it feels so uncomfortable. And, you know, even with live challenges where I'm on video a lot with people, those people who have 
had that experience with me and have gotten to know me on that different level often become my biggest fans in promoting my products and services, even if they haven't purchased from me. They'll, you know, tag me on Instagram or they will share something that I have that's coming up or they become a beauty counter client of mine or, you know, there's just, it's been so interesting to see that those people who I really connected with on live video feel like they know me in a way that they are, are they, that just particular product might not have been right for them, but they still like me and they still, you know, want to support me in different ways. So I just want to say to everyone out there that I know that like doing the Instagram lives, doing the Facebook lives, doing the webinars, like it is doing the live speaking events. Nothing makes me want to throw up more than doing a live (laughs) speaking event. But some of my best clients have come from live speaking events because it's just a different way that you connect with people. So I encourage you to like do it do it scared, do it when you are terrible at it because there's no way to get better and besides just doing it and doing it again and again. And I got to say, chances are you probably aren't terrible at it. You're just way too hard on yourself because I've spoke at live events and I mean, hello, if I'm Ashlyn, total spaz, but yet people never see, they just love my energy and they will give me compliments in that regard. So it doesn't always matter if you say everything perfectly. It's as long as you're being true to whoever you are and you're connecting and you care, like that comes through on lives or on in person. And recently I have actually been going live a little bit more with my good friend Lindsay here because I know I need to, I, I don't enjoy it, but it's so important. So Lindsay, I want to ask you 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 mentioned that there's a couple things that you will do differently next time could you list like maybe one or two of those and why you decided that that needs to change yeah and uh, just to clarify things differently with the webinar or things differently with a a launch i'm sorry with the webinar maybe you don't have things you would do differently do you (laughs) (laughs) yeah so with the webinar um one thing is um I actually think I will, I, well, I know for sure I will choose a different webinar topic next time. I chose a topic for this one that was something I was really passionate about. I knew would help people and I was comfortable talking about. And I do not think it translated well into the product that I was selling. And other people will argue with me about that because I know you have said, no, it was great. It was fine. But in my gut, I have felt the entire way through, like the moment I finished creating the slides, I just was sick to my stomach because I thought, this is a great webinar that isn't going to sell my course well. (laughs) Okay. But you know, what's really good about it is that you get to save it for maybe a different thing down the road. You know, that content won't be wasted. We will repurpose it even if it's not for your meal planning course. Yes, 100%. And in hindsight, I wish, you know, I mean, it was just a time issue where I didn't have time to create, you know, creating webinars I did not realize is incredibly time consuming. And I don't say that in order to scare anyone off. It's just, you know, you have to create a slideshow and that you know, 85, 90 slides, it takes a while. Unless you're a pro, which I'm not a pro slideshow maker. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was time consuming. Um, So I guess that's one thing that I would do differently is just, and that's part of the learning experience, right? And so cool to be able, I mean, like with email marketing, right? You test different, um, different email subject lines, right? You do different, we do a lot of side-by-side testing in business to see what's, what lands with people and what doesn't. So this was just an opportunity to see, okay, how did this land and what 
what could I do differently next time? Um, so that's definitely one of them. I think I mentioned earlier that I would like to uh, be a little bit more um, helpful with different time zones and being able to reach, like schedule the webinar times to really encourage more people to be live. And I think that I could do a little bit more market research to figure out what really is that better time for people? You know, <laughs> is it evening? Is it midday? Um, that would be interesting to kind of pull my audience and figure out, you know, what what's the, when do they want to learn? <laughs> and I love your attitude towards all this because I know you're saying, you know, that you have these things that you will do differently next time, but you guys, it was a really big success. It was great. I feel like it resonated with so many people. It was helpful. So I do want to ask one last question that I feel like so many people want to know when it comes to selling, especially in a webinar, is when did you enter that selling stage? When did, you know, you want to make sure that you have all that value packed in before you start selling because otherwise it's a huge turnoff. And I kind of didn't even realize when you went into the selling phase. So at what point did you decide that you were going to enter in, in like, you know, zero to 60 minutes, sort of. Yes. And I think we've all had an experience where we've gotten on a webinar and we've been sold to in the first two minutes. And it's just, <laughs> it feels kind of yucky. It totally feels yucky. So I was really conscious of that, but I also held myself to, I was disciplined in that this is a webinar that I was selling on because I have been guilty in the past of like just giving tons of value. And then at the end saying, well, if you'd like me to help you, like email me here. So I was, I really did hold myself to that uncomfortableness of, yes, I am here to sell. So time-wise, I think maybe it was 45 minutes in that I sold. Um, but at the beginning, I, I focused on giving really good value right from the start, like actionable tips to help people know, like I am in the right place and I want to hang on. And I think that that's important when you really, you don't wait to give your best value to the end. If you give people really good value at the beginning, then they're going to want to hang on. Um, and then I also did plant client testimonials that were relevant to what I was teaching, but also helped to uh, build that trust with people that they already then when I went to sell, they already had evidence that I could help people get results. So that is an aspect of selling that isn't like more of, I guess, like an indirect way to sell when you're giving those testimonials. And then once I had tied up all of the points of the webinar, you know, people are at a place there where, okay, they can take the information you've given them and they can go off on their own and try to implement it. And I've attended dozens of webinars where I've done that. At that point, I leave the webinar because I'm like, <laughs> cool, got my tips. I'm ready to go. And I was just upfront about that. We're like, yeah, I've given you really good things to work on today. And you could take this information and you could run with it you'll probably feel a little overwhelmed. You might, like the desire could be there, but where you will really struggle is not having the strategy to implement. And if you would like help with the strategy to implement, I have that for you now. And I would love to tell you about my program in which I could help you go from that place of excitement and enthusiasm. And yes, I understand that concept to actually being able to implement and see the best possible results. Okay, this was such a good episode because I just feel like you've given so much value into our audience about how to create a successful webinar and how to make sure that you provide value before, you know, you sell, but also not to sell yourself short and make sure that you are selling because you are offering something amazing that is going to help other people. So make sure you get your products out there. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for letting me hound you and you just being vulnerable and 
opening up and you guys next time she does a webinar you better be on it because it was amazing oh thank you and this has been kind of therapeutic for me and that i feel like it was um i got to kind of reflect externally and this has been good so i'm glad i hope it's i hope it's helpful for other people to listen i think for sure it will be well thanks guys and we will see you next week If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you subscribe and take just 30 seconds out of your day to leave us a positive review. Come say hi over on Instagram at Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs, and you can find Lindsay at lindsay.lives.well and Ashlyn at Ashlyn Cubison. 